Where's Dan Ox? Is he going to get going? Are we going to push record at any time soon or what? Let's go. Uh, hang on. I'll push Don't worry about him. Now, yes. did you ever find out how people make tofu? Yep, I did. I did a little bit of uh, tofu um, <laughs> investigation. <laughs> 2,000 years ago, Marco. 2,000? <laughs> it did. There's no way. It was around when the great man made his comeback. Jesus. Right? Yeah, it was around then. Was he a tofu eater? Apparently. <laughs> Goodness <laughs> me. Bean curd and similar to what uh, cream and cheese is. Just Bean curd. curd. Yep, yep. That's all What's a curd? Bean curd. <laughs> Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. <laughs> what's a curd? Hey, Siri, what's a curd? Oh, curd. Curd is obtained by coagulating milk in a sequential process called curdling. It can be a final dairy product or the first stage in cheese making. Right. So when, when they boil beans, you get a curd yeah, residue. Yeah, the residue that comes off, yeah. Yeah. That's what it is. That's, so, that people eat that. Shit. <laughs> I ate it for a while. I had a, I, to, yeah, people love tofu. It's not my cup of tea anymore because yeah. I'm non-vegan now. I've gone. I've, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're, a, you're, you're a meat. You're a meat eater what again. What mean for you? <laughs> six month vegan is hardly a. Have you ever done time? You ever been, yeah, been in jail? I, I spent one night in jail. Yeah. You, you've spent a night in jail. Yeah. Because being a vegan, I'm going to come back to that in a second, but, be, <laughs> but, being, but being a vegan is like going to jail. Yeah. That's it. You're just locked up and you've got nowhere to go. Like the, yeah, the, it's the, disgusting. The, op- the options are limited. And you've got Bubba on the top bunk. You, you, just, <laughs> no, you yeah. just know it's going to get no, ugly. No, hang on. Now let's go no, back no, to no. Did you spend a night in jail? Just one. All right, all right, um, <laughs> now, hang on. Can I have a guess? Now, this will be funny. Um, go on. I'm going to say I'm going to say it was at Oak, in Oakley or it was in America. So it was in one, America. It was in America. Yeah, it was in right, America. So it's got to be DUI. Nah, well, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a DUI, but... Oh, drunk and disorderly. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't that. Being a smartass. It was. A, it was a late night, and I was driving home, and I only had my license in Australia for two days, and had to jump <laughs> on a plane. So I never really drove in Australia. The first place I drove was America on the wrong side of the road. Anyway, so somebody was stupid enough to give me their car. <laughs> right? It was my roommate, and said, "Can you get this home?" Because he went home with his what girlfriend. Is, is the roommate the quarterback? No, this was uh, Kevin Youngblood. Oh, okay. So the, the quarterback was the next year. So Kevin Youngblood went home with his girlfriend, gave me the keys and said, could you get the car home? Of course I was like, you can. Of course I can, you know. <laughs> no worries, you know, I can do anything. Yeah. So I got in the car. I went to the wrong side first. Jukes of Hazard style, jumped through the window. I've opened the car up and got it jumped in and the steering wheel was on the other side. <laughs> so that was a bad start. Anyway, so I get in the car, start driving home. It's 3 o'clock in the morning. I've had an Australia flashback. And when I was making a left-hand turn over there, yeah. I've driven straight into the left lane. Oh, no. No. Easy no. to do. I've, I've, I've gone straight into the left lane. Anyway, so there's nowhere for me to go. I can't do a U-turn in that left lane. So I kept going. You've got to fang it. You've got to fang it I, now. I, I kept going. Anyway, on the other side came up, but it was miles down and I knew that they they were gone. Oh, so, you, you... so I took off. <laughs> 
Wow. Do you remember what type of car it was? Uh, yeah, it was a Brady Bunch car. You know those cars? Oh, yeah, with, yeah, the cars yeah. with the wood on the side? Yeah. It had, it had wood From on European the, vacation. Yeah, Chevy it had the Chase. wood on the side. Oh, that's funny. Anyway, I got home, yeah. switched the lights off, went straight upstairs, oh, switched everything off. Clever. You know what the cops said? No. They just went around, felt every car, and because I parked the car in Unit Three space, oh, Mark. They, oh, they you're came, an amateur. They came straight up to Unit Three, and they did said, you, this, "Did you do this one?" No, I did I should have. You got to learn to lie. I should have, but I was just so young and scared, and I didn't know what to do. And I just put my hands up and said, "Yeah, you got me." Anyway, they took me back, put me in the lockup. Did you plead stupid? Did you plead your Play stupid? That's did easy you? to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're an Aussie. You just say, "Oh, I didn't know what I was doing." Well, well I showed them my international license. Yeah. They, they they actually literally didn't know what to do with it. It's Lubbock, Texas. They didn't have a clue. Anyway, they called my coach, and I'd only been I'd only been on that team for like two months, <laughs> oh. and the coach said, "Leave him in there, teach him a lesson," and it did teach me a lesson. So I was been one night in jail. That, that reminds that reminds me of the story. And now, but by the way, got off, didn't have to do a thing, no penalty, no nothing. Those, the night in jail covered everything, and uh, that's uh, we're all on good terms. We shook hands on the way out and said, "They said, hey, have, play well." <laughs> that, is that reminds me of the Hawthorne story in the early eighties when the Hawks gave it away. And uh, three of them got locked up, and they ring Alan Jeans, who's oh, the coach. This is great. Who's, who's the coach at the time? Who's a, who's a copper? So they said, "Oh, we've got to ring Jeansy." And these You're, guys, these boys were on a rampage. Yeah, rampage in, in a rampage in Miami. Rampage. So there was, so Jason Dunstall was one of them. Yes, I think Gary Ears might have been another one. I reckon Bucky was another. And one. I reckon I reckon um, uh, Gary Bacanara might have been the other one. They've yeah. all been locked up. So we go, what do we do? We're we'll ring the coach. He's a copper. Copper speaks to coppers. We get out. Everyone's happy. Right. All forgotten about. So yeah. Alan Jeans from Australia talking to Joe Buck from over there. <laughs> so, so, so they get in there. Jeansy walks in at three o'clock in the morning, and they're blind, they're drunk as anything in the in the in the in the watch house. Anyway, he's talking to the coppers, and he said, "Look, I don't care what happens." He said, "But just don't shoot the fat one." <laughs> <laughs> so Jason Nussel was kicking hundred plus every year. Just don't shoot Dunstall. I don't, I don't care what you do. Just don't shoot. The Fat one, yeah, <laughs> so, just so beautiful. God, you'd love to have been a fly on the wall and just have it recorded. Yeah. But you, know, you can imagine Gigi saying that because he was so dry yeah, and, yeah. and and but he was protective of his players, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Hey, hey um, <laughs> getting back to the tofu. Yes, there are some things in this world that I will just never get used to, and that I will never convert to. Yep. And tofu is one of them, mate. There is, there is just no way yep. in the world, even though you say Jesus you, Christ uh, invented it, it's <laughs> it's new in this world and I'm not eating tofu. Well, I'm, I just, know, I'm just not eating it. Well, just for our religious people out there, I'm not saying Jesus invented tofu. <laughs> but it might have been his mum Mary, but, I don't, but I, don't, I don't know. But you're right, you're right, because I, I think we're stuck in our ways. We're yeah. a little bit, like we're 50. Yeah. I'm 50, you're, yeah. you're mid-50s yeah. um, or nearly. That's um, a drive-by right there, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not having a go here. But there's one thing I will never do straight off the top. I'm not downloading the Uber Eats app. Why not? I'm not getting Uber Eats. Well, you feel that's a very lazy way to get about it? Of course it is. I just don't want to do that. So do you get pizza delivered? No. You, you're a pick-upper? I'm a picker-upper. Yeah, I'm a picker-upper of a pizza because, because you know, I hate that sweat box. I hate the sweat box. I hate the time delay. You go yeah, and pick it up. That's right. You rip it home and it's fresh as a daisy. But hang on. But isn't it, don't you pay for Uber Eats as well as in... You've got to pay the delivery driver yeah, well, as well. How yeah. much is it? Extra. 
Don't like ten bucks, some five bucks. Well, let's say a fifteen dollar pizza ends up costing twenty bucks. Well, there you go. You got a tip, and then you got a tip. Do you have to tip? Do you? Well, you, well, you, you, no, you don't you, tip over each drivers, do you? you no way. Hang on, hang on. Let's talk about the tipping system here. I'm not tipping in Australia. I only tip if the service is unbelievable. Yes. If I it only... gets there quick and it's kind, and she's courteous or he's courteous or whatever, yeah. I'm happy to tip. But I, it's the mandatory tipping, like in the states, I don't like. Back in the old days, when everyone had cash, cash. and you had a, you were at a lunch, and let's say that the, the lunch bill came out to 350 bucks, yeah. and there's eight of you, you just say 50 each, and you throw it on the table. There's, there's your 400. There's, there's your tip. 50 buck tip. Your tip. Everyone wins. So I'm happy to do that if the service was good. But I'm not tipping Uber drivers, mate. No, no way. way. I give them a tip. My tip is I give them five stars if they've been good. That's the tip. Because that helps them. That helps with their rating. Yeah, well. So no. that's number one. Can number, I give you one? Yes, Can, I, can of we course, go back yeah. and forth here? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I've, I've got a stack. Okay, good. Paper straws. You can stick a paper straw in your ear. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, there's no way on earth. That's a good I one. I will ever. Get used to a paper straw. In fact, I'm going to start stashing plastic straws <laughs> because I like straws. Yeah, I, I do too. I like them. They're good. But I'm not, a, I'm not going anywhere near a paper bloody straw. Yeah, those paper straws, because what happens is if you don't want to drink, you drink straight away. The paper, That's right. The paper goes to mush. One more just on that. Yes. <laughs> I'm not bringing my own coffee cup to the cafe and getting him to put coffee in my own pa- I like coffee taste out of a paper cup with okay. a plastic lid. There you go. It tastes bloody good. I like it. And I'm not I'm not going to bring my stupid coffee plastic cup with me every day. I'm not doing it. No, it's only good in the car. It's good in the car if you you've got a bit of a drive. I'm not doing tap and go. What? I'm not doing tap and go. What do you do? Ridiculous. I put my card in a little slot. You're I'm, a slotter. I'm a slotterer. I haven't oh, seen sorry. a sl- I haven't seen a slotter for five years. Here's my slot card. That is a ripper. So you won't do the easiest. Why not? Because some little mongrel <laughs> yeah. is, is going to get my tap and go information, <laughs> and they're going to rob me. <laughs> you can't rob a pin number. And you can't rob the slot. You cannot rob the slot. I haven't. I no tap know. and go. You're for the me. only person I know who doesn't tap and go. Yeah, I'm the only smart one you know. All these other ones are good. Yeah, how I, do you I would, know? How, I, would, I would say you're one in 10,000. How do you know the tap and go, you're not getting ribbed? I don't care. <laughs> oh, you don't care? <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. Nose rings. The worst ever. In fact, we will not be friends, we cannot be friends, we won't be friends if you or your kids get a nose ring. If there's a stud and it's really, really small, I won't like it, but I'll tolerate. Is but that for a boy or a girl? Either. But if you put a ring in your nose, and particularly this, what's the thing? Oh, in the, the pig called? ring. Or the, the... the pig nose ring. That's the worst. I, I, look, it's up to you to do it, but I don't have to like it. I, I will never get no, used to that one. I don't it, like it. Like it. It's like, the, you know, like a bull or like the pig like you. So that's, whenever I see it, I think, are you trying to look like a pig on a plate, it, a it roast look, pig or something? I've never, you, I've, I've, never looked, I've never looked at someone with a nose ring. You know, in the in the through the what's this part called at the front, um, the little bottom bit, the septum, the septum whatever yeah, it is. Yeah. And I said, "Oh, gee, you look good." I, I look at them and go, "You look like a dick, yeah, like a real dick." Yeah, it's it's no good. They look horrible. Yeah, I think those people are trying to look bad. Yeah, they're actually doing their best to look bad. The other thing I won't do, Marco, yeah. and I haven't done for twenty years, yeah. is I don't open mail. I haven't opened a letter in twenty years. 
No, well, see, I, I know this about you, but nobody will understand. And I know why you haven't. Now, see, this is... I've got, I got a phobia of opening mail. There's a word for it, isn't there? Yeah, epistolophobia. See, Ep- epistolophobia is, is it, the phobia of opening <laughs> opening mail. You know how I said you're only one in 10,000 yeah. who, who don't tap and go? You're one in 10,000 who know their bloody name as well. So opening mail. But I, to explain to people, this goes back to your well, gambling days. Well, it goes back days. to when I was gambling. So when I was punting, all the mail that you'd get into the house was never good. Yeah. Like it, was, it was always a bill. And I've never, I've never dealt with the fact that I can't open mail. I still don't open mail to this day. To this day, it's just unbelievable. I can't open it, even if it's good. The only thing I've ever yes, well, you're so scared it's going to be a big number or what? No, I just I don't know. The only triggering, it's triggering. So the only thing I open is birthday cards because you know you can because it's you can feel them and there could be some cash in them. (laughs) 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 But I have I have a fear of opening mail. To this day, that's unbelievable. And I actually have to. I think I might have to go and deal with it because I can't go through emails. I'm okay. But it's these bloody letters that I, come from the AIDS in Bank or yeah. from Vic Rhodes. Vic or, and, Rhodes is and, the one and because so, it's, sometimes they're good news. Sometimes they're just an update of how many yeah. points you've got, or yeah. you know, it's a statement. Or yeah, I, I, I'm so I tend to agree with the Vic Rhodes one. Yeah. I'll, I'll, like I open them, but I'll let them sit there for two or three days. It's a bit of Russian roulette, isn't it? Yeah. Hang on, what's going to happen here? And how big a relief is it when you do just get oh, oh. points? Oh, they've only got three. Oh. <laughs> Thank God. Thank, thank God. It's just the, registration, just the registration of the trailer. <laughs> thank goodness for this. So you'll never get used to mail. No. That is just unbelievable. Can I give you one? Yep. And I'm just, I'll never adjust to this, ever. Mm-hmm. People who wear tracksuit pants in broad daylight. <laughs> <laughs> That's just... I, I've never seen you tracky decks. I, I don't own tracky decks. What? My kids... No, my, at home. My kids... Go, I send them straight back upstairs. I say, come on, we're going to dinner tonight. But KJ, KJ wears, uh, I've seen KJ wear um, yeah. grey tracky ducks. When he's playing sport. Oh, you can't, he's not allowed to? If we're going to dinner and you think you're going to walk through into my car, into a restaurant with tracky ducks on, you think again, young man. <laughs> Actually, you, you've, got, you've got a high standard for clothing, though, for, for your family. Well, look, that's because of golf. And yeah. in my life, you, you had to you dress properly. Good. Yeah. Because dressing properly wasn't because the golf course wanted dressing properly showed respect for everybody you were there with. So that that's what that's that's just embedded in my head, and I'll never, I'll never get out of it. I wish I could. The other one that I will never get used to is yeah. I don't have direct debits. What? I don't have direct debits. What? No. So. You can't. You actually physically have to pay a bill for it, or you know, well, well, your I wife's car, I or no, no. Well, I don't. I, the kids' we, car. Uh, no, well, we own kids the car. rent. We own the cars. No, I'll just pay it. I'll pay it. I'll, 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 I'll EFT it electronically. What about Netflix? Transfer. No, I'll pay it. You pay it. Yeah, pay it. Netflix. So we got the we got the car. Well, if there's a credit, sometimes if it's a credit card where you can't have any options, yeah. you'll do it. But that that is but the only the thing. only one. But that'll be Karen because I don't have a credit card. Why? I, still, I, I don't own a credit card. Why is it scare? Why? Because I like to know when my money's coming out. Mark. <laughs> oh, I like to know where enough. it is and when it's being paid. That's fair enough. I'm on top of it. That's fair. enough. I'm in control, Mark. You're not in control with direct debits. Yeah, you know what they also do with direct debits that right. I hear? Yeah. Little sneakies. Right. If it's due on Monday, sometimes they take it out on the Friday and it might leave you, might leave you a bit, little yeah, bit low. Yeah, I get it. You get yeah, that? okay, all right, all right, mm-hmm. all right, all right, all right. Electric cars. You got it You got it on yours too? I'll even take it one step further. Go on. Battery run lawnmowers and vacuum cleaners. You're out. 
No chance. I will never, ever, ever get a battery-powered or electric lawnmower ever in my life. Yeah, I think that's weak. I'm with you. I think Fair dick, I'm getting petrol, and I'm you know those you know those vacuums that you put in your lounge room. Yeah, yeah. that like a little robot vacuum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it bounces no, around. Thank, no, thank you, mate. <laughs> no, thank you. If you haven't got the if you haven't got the energy to run your own vacuum, <laughs> seriously, how lazy do you want to be? And now they've got them for the lawn. You put yeah. them in the front lawn and just mows the lawn. Goes around around circles. No, mate. <laughs> Get out there and do it yourself, you lazy bastard. I have a battery powered lawn. Oh! I'm not surprised. Why? I'm not surprised. Why? But your but your lawn is small. It's small, and I love it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. And I got a battery powered whipper snipper. No, I get, I, I and get, a leaf blower. I get all that, but it's for, it's for blokes who really don't know what they're doing. <laughs> so, so, no, the battery, the battery power stuff is for, they, it is for like, like the petrol one as well. Exactly right. You won't get rid of the petrol one, will you? No, no, it died. That's why I bought a battery one. Oh, okay. All right, well, I'll take that back. Yeah, look, the the, the battery lawnmower, it's not very masculine. Oh, I don't think need... in the podcast right now. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I think we're I think we're um, we're we're a little bit. Are you got one more? I was going to say tattoos. I'm with you. If, if one I'm with of you, if, they're like, so overrated. I've got tattoos a, are so overrated. I've got my circle of friends. There is not one tattoo between us. I reckon if one person decided to turn up with a sleeve... All my mates have got them. A little thing behind their ear or... Eggy got one the other day. He got a swallow behind his ear, my a mate. A swallow behind his ear. Yeah. I wouldn't adjust. I think we'd have to ostracise the tattooed person in our group. So all my mates have got them. But all see, my mates have tattoos. Yeah, but see, that, that you've adjusted because it's slowly crept Well, when in. you grow up in summer, if you haven't got a tattoo, you get bashed. <laughs> <laughs> I only got through because all my mates had tattoos, they looked after me. But, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't get it. I just don't get it that it's there forever. Yeah. It's there. I don't want to look at the same thing. No. If, if, if they could come up with a tattoo that changed from week to week or yeah. month to month. Well, just a, maybe maybe we like could Like make, when you go to the footy, yeah, like like the, you, the got, little, the, you yeah. got the things on the screen where they change. Could we make them cool? You could do that. Actually, actually there's a good idea. The changing tattoo. Yeah. Imagine you had a tattoo that you used to be able to change with either a flex of the arm or... <laughs> how good would that be? <laughs> there's another business idea. You've had some rippers. That is a good idea. All right. You've had, so hang on, you've had the car horns... And now you got the moving oh, tattoo. Talking about car horns. Here Guess what on. I saw on TikTok the other day? The best one I've ever seen in America. A new horn. So instead of a meep meep, it's a shotgun. What? So, so you go, so boom. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, it's amazing how quick people move when you. When when the gun goes when, off. When the gun goes off. <laughs> what a great idea. Oh. I hadn't thought of that. Uh, well, I'll tell you, we've got socials everywhere. If you've got another great idea for a car horn, yep. so far we've got the da 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 Tipping. Really? Pretty important. I can't can't wait for this. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. 
In four weeks, the typical new user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. You're having a couple of beers with a couple of blokes. This is Ox and Marco. And when you get a sec, we'd love you to subscribe and rate the podcast. All right, Marco, talking about tipping. I'm seriously intrigued because you would have put this on the table before. So uh, the world's changed as we know and, you know, we're all old fuddy-duddies, but they've got the QR codes now. So when you go into a restaurant, you sit down and you scan the QR code Mm. and the menu pops up. Yeah, I I don't mind that. Which is okay. okay. Which is okay. I'd I'd rather actually speak to my... The, the waiter, because that's who you're paying yeah. to actually talk to about the specials and how they're going to do it and do you do yeah, medium right. and all this sort of stuff, the good stuff, yeah. which and, is and part of the restaurant experience. And do you sell nuggies? Yeah, nuggies and all that sort <laughs> of stuff. What, 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 what are in your nuggies? Can you give me a shandy, light, you know, all, that, all, all the good stuff. But I noticed on the QR codes that you scan now mm. that you can tip prior to your meals coming out. Well, that's never going to happen, mate. You can stick that up your nose, Because mate. tipping is about looking after those that have done a really good job. Yep. You don't tip someone if they're no good. Preempted tip? No. Never in a kabillion years. No way would you do that. No, it's just actually it's actually very rude that they would ask. Well, it's I, disgusting. Hang on. Well, why should we tip anyway here in Australia when they're on thirty bucks an hour. They're thirty bucks an hour anyway, and double on Saturday and Sunday. It's not like it's not like in America where they're on four dollars fifty an hour. Triple on public holidays, and they're working Police. at Hooters. And they're working at Hooters, and the only way you make good money at Hooters yeah, is, is flirt. If, is if you tip and flirt and be really cordial, yeah. cordial with your customers. Yeah. yeah, and it is a family restaurant, so, so the missus has to tip off that tip. Yeah, <laughs> actually, if you lived in America, would you take your family to Hooters? Yes, I would too. It's fun. It's a fun place, and 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 Hooters is not just it's not just about boobs. No, the food's good. The food's great. And the people are good. People are down to earth. In fact, I highly recommend it. If you go to America, go to Hooters. Go to Hooters. It's, it's a bad rap. It is a very bad rap. We were in a, we were in Augusta, and we decided to go to Hooters for that's lunch right. instead of going to the uh, we, golf the we, day that's before right. because we knew John Daly was going to be there. John Daly parked out the front of Hooters. That's right, and he was selling merchandise. So we thought. You beauty, let's go in there we'll and go get, check some, this get out. some merchandise. And I, I'm a huge John Daly fan um, and Marco played uh, a bit of golf. College golf. Yeah, college golf with John. So we get there, got this beautiful RV out the front. And he's the selling best his, looking. It's magical. Best looking, what do you call them, Winnebago bus looking unbelievable. So as, Pure. We, as we get out and we're walking over towards the thing, we hear this screech of tyres. Bang! Lady comes running through the traffic lights and smashes into the front of his RV. Smashes? John, da- John Daly's wife gets out and goes ballistic. Wants to kill this now, lady. Wants to kill the person. I have it on video. Yeah. Oh, I have the audio video. of it. I have everything of it. Here's the amazing thing. When the woman got out of the car who had hit it, she was wearing a crash helmet. 
and she got out and had to use a walker a to investigate the damage. And that only infuriated John Daly's <laughs> wife even more. And she attacked her like you've never seen an old lady wearing a helmet and a walking frame attacked before in your life. All right, what we should do, let's have a quick listen to it now, yeah. especially when John Daly's wife explains about the driver. Goddamn stupid bitch. Why is she driving that fast? You gotta hurry up. Where did she come from? Like straight across, going 100 miles an hour. Trying to run the goddamn light. Passengers wearing a crash helmet. What's that tell you? How about how about that? I mean, honestly, if we were there, we, we saw it all take place. Unbelievable. And then we went and got some ribs. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we've got some a uh, little bit of feedback really? from us. Yeah, a little bit of feedback from hey, us. We had someone from all having, our socials. I, I actually, we, we had someone having a crack at us the other day too. Yeah. They, they, that yeah. was good. I don't mind that. I like a little bit of banter. Yeah, yeah it's fine. So a bit of feedback. Yeah, this one's from Frank. Frank the Tank. Uh, yeah, Frank the Tank. It's Frank underscore underscore 1964. Okay. Boys, love the show. Couple of bikes, couple of beers. Oh, there's a good feedback. I'm really enjoying it. <laughs> Is that it? But I don't drink oh. beer. Okay. I drink wine. Yeah. Oh, lovely. So... He wants us to get a wine person on. Okay. Oh, the only wine person I can think of well, is. No, Rick- we know two. We know two. I know Ricky Ponding's one. He, he's got his. He makes his own wine these we know days. George, we know George Samios. George Samios as well. Oh, I think I'd rather go to Ricky, to be honest. Well, I'll, I'll, that's my homework. Let me All see. Right. Let me see okay. if I can get Ricky on to so, talk about. So everyone knows Ricky done. Ponting. Well, on, I think what's Ricky so. got to do with wine? Well, that's what he does and he, now that he's finished. He loves no, wine. No, he so doesn't. He does so. He's got he his own wine. He No, he, lo- he, he loves his greyhounds and he loves wine making. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. He makes whites and reds and everything. He's well, got this thing in, in, I think it's in Adelaide. He takes people there. Okay. Does a lot. Well, George Samios is from Treasury Wines. Mate, can he speak? And he's he knows his wines. He's a gun. He's, a, he's good. Well, who, who do you want to talk to, George or Ricky? Well, I reckon Ricky will be pretty busy. Well, uh, if I a, can't get Ricky, we'll get on the George. And if you can't get George, we get back on to Ricky. There you go, Frank, underscore 1964. All right, I told enough. you, we're looking after you. Right, we look after everybody. That's my homework. Yep. Uh, now, you had some homework too. Now, this is two weeks in a row. Rob Mills. Spoken to him Where again. Where are we at? Spoken to him again. Oh, here we go. Mate, he's rehearsing. <laughs> it's not easy. But for the theatre or for the King of Moomba? Both. But it's not easy to be the king. <laughs> Yeah, all right. Have a think about who's been the king of Moomba. Lou Richards. Yes. Not easy to follow. Tony Shaw. Not easy to follow. Two Collingwood captains, by the way. Mickey Mouse. Now, Mickey Mickey Mouse is not easy to follow. (laughs) Kevin Bartlett. Kevin Bartlett. Now, think about that. (laughs) Bert Newton. You know Moomba's finished, right? This is sounding like one excuse after another. Come on. What's the story? Well, you think it's finished. But as the king, (laughs) as the king, (laughs) your duties extend. No, no, in in all seriousness... In all seriousness, Can we next episode, next episode, Rob Mills will be joining us. Right, I hope so. In person, I hope so. And your reputation's you, on the line. I just just remember, I haven't mentioned France, <laughs> so I've got him on. I might be ambushing him a little bit. We are going to ambush so him. We don't right want to right mention right. France. Right. Now, I just want to bring up one thing. There you go. I am a glass half full man. I know you that. know that. I know that. And I like to. Deliver and you know pump up things as much as yeah. I can, but there is a there's a like a line the ceiling there's like a line that you can't cross because if you oversell 
You look yeah, like a wanker. What does everyone say? Yeah, you under, under promise and over deliver. That's it. All right. So, so you don't promise too much, but then you deliver more, and then you look like a champ. You put a the star. cape on and you fly through like Superman. Oh, that's right. There are two things that are really annoying me at the moment in sport about overselling. What do you mean? All right. So the NRL, and I love the NRL, and the Storm are my favourite side. Yep, yep. But I also like the Dolphins, the new side. And you I, like the Dolphins? Yeah, they had a great win against the Roosters in the opening round, which Their no one round. saw coming. Yeah, but that's true. But I just, I, I love the NRL. And I love the NRL. I don't love it as much as the AFL, but I'm really into it. How That made Wayne Bennett, his myth and yeah. just, it made it bigger. He's 74 years of age. Hmm. But the NRL commentators always pump up the game. They oversell the game. What, too much? So they'll be going, oh, this is the greatest game ever. This is why we love this game. No, the game's good. Just let the game sell itself because the game does sell itself. You don't need the commentator saying, this is the greatest thing mm. ever and all that sort of stuff. It's the same as the Formula One. Now, what do they do? Well, the Formula One are just so over the top. And let's be honest, the Formula One is the most boring of racing in the world right now. What? And I'll tell you why. The same bloke wins almost the all the time. The same bloke wins every year, every race. There is no overtaking. Yeah. When was the last time we saw a good crash? I haven't seen a good crash in ages. Yeah. We don't even hear the cars anymore because it's like a... <laughs> like, we've lost the roar. It is so overhyped now yeah. and there is just... But nothing ever happens. Yeah. So what happens is Max Verstappen, Red Bull, gets out in front and that's it. No one can catch it. It's him. over. They've brought in the DRS four yeah, times. Yeah, it's not working. So those two sports are oversold and under-deliver. What about yeah. with Piastri now? Well, Piastri, you can't even finish a race. Sure, but you're going to be interested, aren't you? No, I'm not interested. No, he's got to win. Because I want Ricardo back. Yeah. I liked him when he was driving the Colios. Yeah. It was a ripping <laughs> car. It was a ripping car. He got that Colios to move. <laughs> yeah, oh, did, did he ever. <laughs> but then there's other sports I was thinking about that yeah. undersell. That should be better than what they are, and they're not. Can I tell you one? Give me one. Snooker. Snooker. Not the commentary. The commentary. They just Put talk like it's two blokes playing together at home. But uh, right, what they, right. what those snooker. That, that, that's one of the most highly skilled games. Brent. In the whole world, how they can make that white ball dance around the table, go red colour, red colour, red colour. Amazing. When you see a one forty-seven break. I'll say it's one of the greatest things you can yeah. ever do in sport. I agree. Not snooker, sport. You know, pool, pool and beards is a funny thing because after a couple of beers... Yeah, you get better. You get better. Yeah. But there's, there's, that tipping point. there's that tipping point, though. The, what, what's, your, what's your... Four beers. Four, Four beers, beers with darts. darts. That's my perfect level yeah. where I'm actually... Because yeah. I've got confidence. Yeah. But I'm not wobbly. Yeah. I've got. I've just got belief my, at four. With Paul, I'm one and a half. One yeah. and a half shandies, yeah. and I am you, in the zone. You mate. are looking the zone. You're, you're, you're one like, after another, just going down. You're, you're like you're like Maverick flying the <laughs> F1. So 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 a couple of the, couple of sports that are that I've looked at that yeah. just are undersold. Yeah. That are great sports that need more coverage. Right. Okay. Table tennis. Now it there is, is some is unbelievable battles. Yeah. Yeah. And if they did it properly with Asia's influence, yeah. it could be one of the biggest sports in the world. You know what? Just every once in a while in table tennis you see a great rally. Yeah. You should see a great rally every second day. It wouldn't get old. No. It wouldn't get old. Uh, just, great table tennis rallies are wonderful. And who's our greatest table tennis player of all time? Meow, meow. Thank you. Now, did we explore her enough? No. Yeah, of course we didn't. Oh. Meow, meow. 
Meow meow. Yeah. Like she was the champ. Yes. Like if she, if Meow Meow played tennis for Australia. Yeah. Tennis for Australia. Yeah. She would leave Ash Barty for dead. Correct. Just on her name. Yep. Yeah. Like if imagine Meow Meow came at you. How come there was never a Meow Meow table tennis paddle? I don't know. Why isn't there a Meow Meow table tennis ball? How come Meow Meow wasn't the face of Whiskers? That's another great question. Yeah, seriously. It's stupid. Her, is, her, her management, she should have sacked them so, straight so away. So the marketing team at Table hmm. Tennis Australia need to have a good look at, them, look at themselves. Yeah, fair enough. Squash. Oh, great Heather game. Mackay, undefeated for 400 years yeah. in, table t- in uh, yeah. squash terms. Yeah. Who's marketing squash? She's probably so still, she probably still has to work. Poor old Heather. Heather no doubt. She should probably, never have had to work a day in her life in again. In fact, I reckon Heather's a hairdresser. Yep. Right now, she's cutting hair yep. just to just probably, to make ends meet. Probably, actually, can we look up Heather McCoy? What's she doing? Can we find? Actually, she's still alive. Can we? Well, Heather's you, still alive. You, isn't she? I imagine she's still walking upright. I don't want to. Maybe Dan. Dan, you, you, you haven't had any homework for a while. Can oh. we get a hold of Heather McCoy, please, just to have a word to her on the program? A bit of bonus material. Well. What do you mean? What do I look like? Squash players over us or something? <laughs> <laughs> I, I track think, it down. I, I think we'll. 81. She's 81 years old. Where's she living? Still working? Um, <laughs> well, I don't know where she's still, living, but she was born still in Queenbian. Still cutting hair. Okay, all right. Let's get her on the show. We've got to get Heather McKay on. Bonus material. Talk about her 400 year reign. So she, <laughs> she's our greatest sports person ever, and no one gives us stuff about squash. That's right. That's, um, that's, you're right. And the last one is Lawn Bowls. Like now, Lawn Bowls is trying its hardest right now to get a foothold into the Australian sports TV landscape. Yeah, landscape. Yeah, yeah, younger generation. They're starting to play, but you know what we need? We need a Daryl Eastlake like. We need a voice of bowls to yes. really get it going. Who's if we if I said Lawn Bowls to you, who's the one Lawn Bowler you know? Oh, oh, go on, say the name. Robbie Perella. Robbie Perella. <laughs> where's Robbie? Can we get a hold of Robbie? Do you know what? You and I should do the commentary for Lawn Bowls. Of course we should. We would turn that sport around. We could easily in five minutes. Robbie Perella. Let's do it. Let's, let's, do, it. let's do it. <laughs> Hang on. We've got to spend the Lawn Bowls as You've got to remember, though, they undersell, though. They're, 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 they might not what be we ready might for do, change. What we might do just for fun is we might find an old match. Yep. And we would just do the commentary just over the last three bowls or something like that. The last and three just, just see how it sounds. I think we should do that. Can we do that and actually? Um, yeah, let's do it. Can we, we do that? And, can we do that and tweet it out? Yeah. Do we tweet it these days, or are we Instagramming it? We're, we're everywhere. We're TikTok. We're facing it. We're facing TikTok and oh, tweeting. We're doing a lot. We're going to do that. And in fact, we'll take nominations from other people doing lawn bowls commentary <laughs> and, over a lawn bowl. And, uh, and let's give away a prize. Yeah, right, eh? Let's give away a prize. Titleist. So our good friends are Titleist, and I know it's a different sport. Yes. But we'll get we'll get some golf balls and a golf hat <laughs> for the best commentary <laughs> on, on lawn balls. That sounds now, that's like how a, we roll. That, that sounds like a good thing to do. Thank you. We're doing it. It's a game of skill, touch, and patience. A true revealer of character, son. All it's revealing right now is two inches of arse crack poking out the top of my pants. Hello, ladies. <laughs> Go on, you got, have you got any more? Maybe lacrosse. Because I'll tell you why, lacrosse, undersold again, poor marketing team, really poor marketing team. Oh, oh. Who was the lady that ran um, rugby? <laughs> rugby oh. Raylene. Raylene, Raylene Castle. Uh, Castle. Has Raylene Castle got her hands on lacrosse? Well, she, oh, did oh, leave, oh. she did leave a trail of destruction wherever she went, poor old Raylene. Goodness me. Anyway, yeah. so lacrosse has had just no... 
Yeah, no and, it's a, and it's tough and it's actually quite interesting to watch. You know it's Canada's number one sport? Ice hockey's not Canada's one number one sport. Really? Lacrosse is. So whatever they're doing in, in Canada, they're, they're going well. But here in Australia, doesn't even touch the sides, mate. No one no. even knows there's a competition. What would it, I thought ice hockey would be bigger over there. No, lacrosse is the, the sport of Canada. Wow. Okay. It's ridiculous. Right, that's the end of the show, but as usual, it's time to spin the joke wheel. Have we got any more stupid jokes we're going to put up yeah, in this thing? Yeah, we've definitely got stupid jokes. Yeah, uh, right. Well, stupid jokes. Anyway, let's spin it. And it's come up on a stupid joke. Okay, right. Have you got a stupid um, joke for us? Was that a category now? Yeah, it's a category. Oh, what about... <laughs> what about vegan, it's very really all-encompassing. Vegan jokes and stupid jokes. What about an Aussie joke? What about an Aussie joke? you got an Aussie joke. Yeah, hang on. Oh, hang on. Is it coming to the stupid category? Because that's what we've spun. Why is Donald Trump unable to be hanged for treason? I don't know. Fake news. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, Very good. All right, mate. I'll catch you next week. Will do, mate. Nice week, boys, and hopefully Ox's homework is done next week. The Rob Mills promises are starting to get a little ridiculous, but, uh, you know, we've got faith. He'll come through. We'd love you to rate and review the podcast, and even more importantly, share it with a couple of mates who you think might enjoy it. If you, if you think somebody would, just send them a link. It's really helpful, and we'd appreciate it very much. Couple of Blokes, Couple of Bees executive producer is Dan Bradley at Kaizen Media. Sound design, Daryl Misson at loudzebra.com. I, I don't want to be a hero, just on the back of squash. Um, but I've got. To, <laughs> I actually was the Beechworth under twelves. You were not champion of squash. I'm Beechworth. There would have been about four kids playing. Eight. <laughs> <laughs> but I was the I was the champ. I'm going. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.